War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listing to the John DePietro Show, folks, on this Monday, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, let's look at the calendar. This is exciting because Election Day. Now, today is Monday. It is October 24th. By the way, that was a uh, whew, that was an ugly <laughs> performance by Tom Brady. I actually watched some of that game yesterday. They couldn't. They cannot get in the end zone. They just can't score a touchdown. Some of it's not his fault. Some drop passes. That team, they are just not connected. The guy seems totally miserable. I don't get it. But let's just um, look at the calendar. You have this week. You have next week. Next Tuesday is November 1st. And then the following Tuesday is November 8th. So two weeks to go to the election. Now, there's one race that I also... um hasn't gotten the attention it should i want to give credit some people have written about this and one of the media outlets this has written about it has been the the boston globe and the race that i'm talking about is the race for general treasurer and this this uh the the title of the story did former mayor james dios extensive travel boost central falls this guy should not be elected general treasurer he's the nominee democrat state treasurer he was the mayor of Central Falls, um, and whole, as mayor, he went on trips to Taiwan, Taiwan, mainland China, England, Mexico, Colombia, East Timor, Malaysia, Israel. He also traveled domestically, Michigan, Baltimore, San Francisco, Omaha, Miami, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Houston, several times each to New York and D.C., they were supposedly for conferences, speeches, blah, blah, blah. Third-party groups paid for 26 trips over the years. Central Falls paid for a dozen or so. Some trips, Porsche to the International, funded by a combination third-party and city funds. He initially uh, denied that any of his travel was paid for by the city. That has proven not to be true. Rhode Island politicians are allowed to travel on the time of third parties. Not uncommon, but they go on trips events like a mayoral conference funded by the public. But he has traveled more often farther away than leaders from nearby size cities in Rhode Island. As he runs for statewide office, who benefited from the travel? Diosa, the residents of Central Falls. He, of course, says Central Falls. I don't believe that. He also, I heard him when he was asked about this, he said, you know, I went to Detroit. Well, you know, if you were just going to Detroit, who then came out of bankruptcy, that would be one thing. But the fact of the matter is, folks, we, you, you know, we know that this isn't about that. This, this is complete abuse. It's complete abuse. And this is someone, if you're willing to take all the perks when you're the mayor and go on all these free trips, 
then what is he going to do as, as the general treasurer? Well, suddenly you're literally handling billions of dollars. So he even uh, says that he's saying, oh, somebody reported I went on a trip to Dubai when instead it was just a layover. Well, where are you traveling that there's actually a layover in Dubai? So, and I don't know how that came out other than perhaps it was a layover and he got out and still was there and spent some kind of money. Uh, but but the, the, his, his disclosure re um, reveals, according to Common Cause, an unusual amount of travel, particularly foreign travel paid by foreign governments in their boosters for someone who's the mayor of one square mile. All those trips, now that is someone who's taking it for the perks. Now, I also, I want to also, again, the state treasurer oversees a $10 billion pension fund. You know what type of perks you can get in that? That is, hey, we're, let's come to New York. You get to go see the Yankees. We'll be in a luxury box. Hey, do you want to go to the World Series? Hey, do you want to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, why don't you come in here? And, and also, though, some of these trips, for instance, the city listed... Five nights he was in Miami Beach, and the city paid fourteen hundred. So, some of it should have come out of him, but instead, um, it was the city of Central Falls that paid it. He also went to England, celebrate the twenty fifth anniversary of the Blackstone Valley. <laughs> the city reimbursed him eleven hundred for a flight that he put on his personal credit card. Blackstone Valley picked up four sixty five for lodging. He traveled to Taiwan twice. Uh, one was a national holiday celebration. The other attended a gift ceremony for dragon boats. I think one of those, Lieutenant Governor McKee, was on. Uh, he also went to Colombia, apparently. See those countries. Israel, three times. Three times to Israel. One trip, 2015, sponsored by the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island. Another one, American Israel Foundation, for, that costs more than $14,000. That is much more than other trips cost. A third Israel trip was taken independently, as campaign said. I mean, folks, this is a complete joke. So the Malaysia trip, he went to Malaysia. Other travel, charter school retreats, San Francisco and Houston, trip to Malaysia, uh, a group called Next City. In all, independent groups spent $53,000 on this Mayor Diosa. 26 international domestic trips, eight years as mayor. Dozen trips were funded by the city. He also, he claimed that none of it was paid for by taxpayers, and that wasn't true. Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza traveled more than Diosa but had about half as much international travel. Folks, that's the thing. He's not, come on. All right, 22,000 residents, true. But it's one square mile. That is someone who is completely taking advantage. And the current mayor has gone on one trip. So listen, it is what it is. That's what he did. That's what the priority was. Uh, he was there to just cash in on all of the perks of the office, and that's why he did. All right, it's Monday. We're going to talk to Justin Katz, our segment Politics This Week. It's all ahead on The John DePietro Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home, residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732 1730 the next couple of months get your driveway prepared for winter time call j perry paving today for a free quote 401-732-1730 licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving today affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing remember even asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote letter j j perry paving look for them on facebook and call 401-732-1730 remember no one's better to veterans than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 high quality fair pricing exceptional service free estimate J. Perry Paving, 
732-1730. Folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor, AnchorRising.com. It is our friend, Justin Katz. Justin, I'd like to start off just get your thoughts. Now, granted, limited reporting. I don't have audio of it, but Saturday, there was quite the gathering. They had a uh, union get-out-the-boat rally, Roger Williams Park. Uh, and they also brought in former mayor of Boston, Labor Secretary Marty Walsh. There was Governor McKee and Seth Magaziner. And then you also said James Diosa is along with that crew. And um, and then, of course, surrounded by the likes of George Nee and Michael Sabatoni and just some of the remarks that were made in the visuals, just the boy, the image that sends. I don't think it gets enough attention locally of just what an anti business message it is in such an unfriendly atmosphere. But I'd like to start off and just get some of your thoughts on this. Well, I, I think you've, you've put your finger on it. It's it's anti not only is it anti-business, it's just it's a narrow special interest that runs the state. And that's basically all there is to it. And the tone of it makes that clear. Uh, the the approach of, of I mean, if you if you contrast what we saw from the various campaigns over the weekend, uh, the, the Republicans are out you know, at events sampling beer at this event over here in Bristol, doing this over here in Warwick and that down in South County. The the Democrats are at a big union with a labor secretary union guy who was mayor of Boston and Magaziner admits he never met him before. He just flew in to support Magaziner because he's a party line Democrat. Uh, it's this special interest. They just they want to continue to run the state. And that's that's what they want to do. And you, you mentioned the kind of the rhetoric. You know, I, I kind of wonder, because a lot of these, once you get away, I mean, the teachers unions are, are far, far left. But once you get into, you know, the the more blue collar unions, like the laborers and so on, you've got some people who are, are culturally pretty conservative in general. Yeah. And so yeah. you've got McKee up there calling you know, Ashley Kalis the, the mega denier. I don't, I'm not even sure what that even means. Wow. But, um, you know, that's... You, I have you have to wonder, and I, I often marvel at this. Looking at Rhode Island, when do like the actual people in the labor unions kind of say, you know what, these people representing me don't represent me. I, I'm going to stop voting the way this card says, or are they right. just so? I mean, are they getting such a good deal by being a, a member of the special interest union that they they just don't care about their values? That I I don't get that, but it's 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 couldn't be clearer and it, it ties in with magaziner the images he's taking you know during the debate that we discussed last week uh, on his way in out with the the small crowd of people who are obviously paid to be there with holding his signs i mean they've all got their their same colored t-shirts on and you you really do get the impression of a just a that kind of group of people who runs the state and it, it is i mean if, if the left likes to talk about fascism and and you know stormtroopers and so on but you're really talking about just one group that that dominates everything and that's who the democrats are playing to and we've discussed it before with where they show up you know all the elect uh, candidates on a democrat side will show up at a labor event and get pictures taken in front of that giant pig you know yeah um, it's just that's that's who owns them and that's who we will have running this continuing to run the state probably tightening their grip on the state if this current slate of Democrats is elected. It's interesting to hear, Justin, how they view themselves. One of the speakers said they regard, I think it was Michael Sabatoni. And for people that don't understand this, the people that you saw gathered there, I mean, that's why they're building the soccer stadium. This is why they're doing the Superman building. You know, knee kicks it off. And he sat next to Governor McKee, who then made the deciding vote for the soccer stadium. But Sabatoni said that he regards the Democrat Party as the home team of the state. That's, that's such an interesting way how they view not only themselves, but how they view anyone that might challenge them or some of the Republicans. And Governor McKee saying Ashley Kalis is a, a MAGA election denier or a MAGA denier. Now, that has never come out in the debates. Uh, if anything, Ashley Kalis is kind of – she at one time – at a RIPEC forum, said she admired uh, Governor Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis. But I, I agree with you. If anything, I'd be willing to bet a lot of the the people in that crowd probably voted for President Trump and go along with a lot of the 
Republican policies, but then look at the way they are portrayed. And this is the, the home team and the rest of them are obviously like extremists. Uh, but you're exactly right, Justin. I don't think enough is made of it. And, and how about the fact of they were saying, you know, the most important thing is to bring good union jobs into the state. <clears throat> I mean, it, I, I can't imagine anyone in, in the private sector or anyone that owns a large business looking at that and seeing anything other than to be total animosity towards someone that says, listen, I want to come in here. We're going to have a lot of workers, but I, I don't. I don't want to have the unions involved. I want to get, you know, I don't want this to be the turn into a union shop. I don't want them infiltrating my ranks. Um, look, look who they have on their side standing right there. And, and, and before we get your, your take on it, Justin, it also, I also want to remind people, McKee is somewhat new to the party. You never saw a lot of this in the past because he was Mr. Mayoral Academy. He's trying to walk the fence, but boy, he suddenly has just become, Mr. Union politician standing there. Yeah, he has. And it's, it's, he's such a phony. It's so dis- yeah. disappointing. I mean, he was he, he was the small business uh, educational choice guy, uh, the moderate Democrat. And now when he sees an opportunity to, to further his political career and not be embarrassed by the fact that he never managed to be elected to, as governor, he's just selling his soul completely. And I think it's, it's interesting that you, you, you mentioned that the uh, the comments from the from the labor union people that this, you know, the home team here, the Democrats are the home team. I mean, the rhetoric at this thing, I mean, talk about business mckee was out there saying ashley kalis came to the state for money let's send her back uh, who talks like that that is yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about kind of the native if i'm if i'm looking for somewhere to locate a business and maybe i like rhode island maybe i've been to newport or providence and i liked what i saw and i think this is a great location for me between boston and and new york this would be a nice place it's a beautiful state nice place to locate and i'm hearing the governor talk about somebody who came into the state to make money Let's send her back uh, while standing side by side, arm in arm with with special interests who who are asserting that they're going to create more jobs for themselves by owning the government. I mean, it's, it's pretty transparent what they're doing. There's no way there's no way it's worth starting a business in a state like that because they can they'll change the rules on you. They'll impose things on you. They'll force you to follow their whatever, whatever political whim uh, the that people say, and, and you see from every every project that tries to get started in Rhode Island, everybody's got their hands out at the state level, the city level. Everybody, you've got to you've got to pay everybody off. It's like Rodney Dangerfield and back to school. You've got to pay off this person. You got to pay off that person. That's the environment you'd be coming into. And and what's so I mean, mentioning Dan McKee, it's he's got to know this. I mean, this was his this was kind of his thing not long ago. He was on the other side. He's got to see the effects of all this. He just does not care. Uh, and so, I mean, I'm I'm very worried what happens if he if he manages to become the governor for four years. I mean, it's just it's selling out the state from start to finish, I think. It is. And, you know, Justin, you and again, folks, our segment is politics this week. This week with Justin Katz, managing editor, <clears throat> anchorising.com. In that commercial that he finishes with the young girl looking the person up and down saying, you're not from around here, are you? It's such, such a bad message. Now, also, um, and Justin, I just don't think the media pays enough attention or, you know, does a, a, a enough. For instance, you know, George D. started off the rally. I noticed like Bill Bartholomew at WPRO, he was tweeting, mentioning everyone there. He didn't identify him. He identified everyone else that was like stepping up to the mic and so forth. I, I don't think that's an accident. I think it's like, well, I don't even want to mention this guy. They're so fearful of him. But Justin, at the end of uh, last week, both camps, the Providence Journal has a story today, how both are kind of championing themselves as as good government. Kalis, actually Kalis ran into a problem. And she, she didn't have a press briefing until late Friday. I, maybe they felt they just wanted to get it out. But a Friday at four o'clock is not really the time to, to get out something you want with a lot of coverage. But I, I, to me, it's just comical at this point that McKee's even trying to make the case for crying out loud, the guy's under an FBI probe. I don't know how many times we've said that. He's under an FBI probe because of the way they handled this contract. He is, you know, they hide things, they redact things. He, Governor McKee right now has morphed. He's the, the opposite, the anti good government type of individual he's he's the last person you want in office so i i find it 
interesting and also that Ashley Kalis threw out the idea of this uh, inspector general that she'd like to have should she be elected governor. Yeah, the, well, the, the idea that the news reporters would even entertain the idea that that at Kalis and McKee are when they call it battling for the vying for the title of good government. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so laughable. I, you know, I don't I don't know if the media sees it. I mean, we were just talking about that that union get out the vote thing. I think to start it off, Sabatoni gave an award to a, a Channel Ten reporter, a Channel Twelve reporter. I mean, that's just how could you even show up to accept that award at a campaign rally? Yeah. I, it's just amazing to me that they don't. I mean, I I, I suspect it wasn't you know uh, a show of support from Channel Twelve, but I mean, it's just you're so blind to think that you're not kind of kneeling at the altar on that or at the throne on that, on that kind of a, an acceptance. And I think it's the same kind of thing. They just they just don't see it. I mean, I saw you picked up on was it Larry Valencia is jammed up with some yes. finance thing, some some hundreds of dollars that seem to be have been transferred into his account while he was treasurer of the Richmond Democrats, uh, if I've got that the story correct. He was the head of operation clean government for a while that's right yeah that is what i i i glancing around i didn't even see that in the stories i mean that's that is so typically rhode island that it's 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 almost hard to articulate how frustrating it is they just don't follow the rules we've got sleazy people who just play the system to get in office like mckee that sell everybody out and then the media is going to come and because they like democrat policies and because the local media is on that home team that the union's talking about they they just they they don't catch the fact that it's it's a joke that the idea that McKee could be vying for good government with the ILO contracts giving out money to his stooges, the bonuses to buy votes from the labor That's unions right. at the stadium with the shady tie vote and where he, he rebreaks the tie, he's owned by the unions. This is by a special interest. If you want to take the union out of it, they're a special interest. They make no bones. I've gotten into some arguments with them, the official accounts with the union people on, on social media. They make no bones about it. This is their job. They're trying to get work for their, their members. That's what they do. Okay, fine, but you're a special interest. That the idea that we're not getting a clear picture of this as Rhode Islanders just shows you how far gone we are. And I can't help but see, you know, every now and then you'll see, say, Scott McKay or, or from formerly oh, yeah. from Providence Journal and NPR or um, Mike Stanton, formerly the Providence Journal, now a journalism teacher at UConn. They are so far left, so anti-Republican. And I, you, you just get the sense that's what defines our news media from top to bottom. And so people don't get a sense of what the real story is. And so you get these bizarre, uh, these bizarre sort of outcomes like, oh, McKee's for the people or McKee's a good government guy or, or the, uni the unions are for working people. And it's just the story is completely backwards. And that's one of the major problems we've got in Rhode Island. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorizing.com right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts. You can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 885-4209 in Massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 our segment is politics this week with me is Justin Katz managing editor anchorising.com Justin let's talk about the governor's race especially the test scores you know, Ashley Kalis, I, I thought she made good headway as that story evolved where Governor McKee first, you know, you have to go back to it was the day before the primary when they got the results, just so everyone understands. Then they didn't let on. If that had come out, I, I think Ashley, uh, excuse me, Helena, folks would have oh, totally won the primary, never mind just primary day. But then they were saying they were delayed till after the election. They wouldn't be able to put it out. He stood on 
the stage at the Channel 12 debate and said he didn't have them, the state didn't have them. Then we find out they had them, but they needed people to process them out. Then he claimed if the education commissioner needed help, she should have asked him, even though he said they were meeting twice a week. And then we also then we've learned that they had put in the budget that they needed someone to decipher and go through and put out, put together all this information. But it was denied in the request. And it sounds like Infante Green felt and she was thrown under the bus, tried to throw him under the bus. But where we stand right now. Governor McKee is just stuck with this tagline that they, they have the information. They're trying to put it together and it'll come out after the election. I just wanted to get your thought on where things stand with this. I mean, you can see exactly right through what happened when McKee tried to, to me, tried to pull a fast one and he got caught. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's not just McKee. I mean, it's important to remember to look at all the the teachers union and labor folks around him there. They want it's not just to get him elected because he wants to get elected. It's because he is the guy who will help make sure that nothing happens, that we do no reform, that we keep the same failed system in place to fail our children for years and years to come. That's the purpose. And so the whole the whole echelon of, of elite Rhode Island union folks is behind the key on this. That's what they're trying to do. It's what they did with the Providence thing, the Providence schools, terrible report. What do they do? They delay, 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 distract, distract, distract. Now nobody talks about it. They won. They're going to keep providing their terrible uh, services to to Providence students as they do across the state. I mean, what I thought was, was interesting is almost somewhat surprisingly, I mean, Dan McGowan in the Boston Globe is seeing through this as well. I mean, it, it, he's tempering his language. He's, he's saying it's difficult to trust McKee and Infante Green. Yeah, you think? And he actually mentioned that he thought folks might have won as well if, yeah. if, uh, if this was out. That's what's really that's what's really at, at stake here. They're, they're hiding scores because they know they're, they're terrible and they don't want that that hit. And they know if they get to the other side of the election, they win just because they're Democrats, and that's what Rhode Islanders vote for. Uh, they'll they'll be able to gloss over it, move on, not really change anything, not really address it, distract people. They they know that, and so they they just have to hide it. They have to get it behind get it behind the scenes. And one thing McGowan pointed out was, you know, he, it, it sounded almost like a, a conservative's argument of you know if this had been the other party, but um, he pointed out if the scores had been good, they wouldn't be waiting. <laughs> they would, they would put out the top line, whatever they could put out. That's right. How well we did. They would definitely get that out before the election. And this is, this is part of the imbalance we have with, with having government in charge of so much stuff, including information like this. It's almost You're as right. if, it's almost as if these scores ought to be sent to an independent organization or a separate not government body that's that's elected in a different year or whatever or not elected to to put just all they do is process the scores and put them out because this is what you get and we got it the last time scores came out just before Governor Raimondo's re-election. I mean that's they they hide the results and they have that power because they control the information. But we you know, at the end of the day we know we know it's not they're not good and we knew should we knew that before we. All you had to say was scores are coming out and we knew they wouldn't be good. And that's that's a shame on Rhode Islanders that we don't we know that's the case. And we still pretend like there's some something that can be done. We hide we hide it from ourselves in a sense. And I think that's what really strikes me is the, the students in this state have nobody on their side. There's nobody wow. who's, who's advocating for them. Uh, I mean, Ashley Kalis is making some some hay with of this. And and if Republicans were able to make gains in Rhode Island, they would they would surely play this up and, and try to get to some of the policies that McKee used to support uh, with school, some, some level of school choice. But other than that, this, there's nobody in that, that kind of the home team as the Democrats and union people call themselves that, that cares about, cares about students, actual outcomes. Um, Justin, we do, we're two weeks out. And also I just want to um, be very clear with people. Massachusetts already released their scores. Uh, people are upset about it. I also thought it was so disingenuous when Governor McKee said, oh, you know, they're playing politics about the scores. Well, actually, he's the one that started the playing the politics by hiding the scores until after the election. It's just everyone else reacting to it. But where do you think right now? We're two weeks to go. Um, where do you think the Kalis campaign is at? 
Well, I, I think they're they're doing about as well as I can. I mean, they're they're out. They're at least from my, what I've seen, they're out. They've got signs all over the place. At least in my neck of the woods, they're out. You know, at events, they're they're making some hay. They're having events and getting some coverage. Uh, some of, and not all of it. You know, the typical anti-Republican stuff from the news media. There are actually starting to be real kind of profiles of her um that I'm, I'm seeing here and there in the news media so she she's making some ground and i think i think you tweeted out actually that she that she's basically the screw mckee candidate anyway uh so all, all she has to do, yeah. yeah all she has to do is prove uh for a lot of people that she's not just a wacky person who shouldn't who has no business doing it i mean she's run businesses so she's got she's got the at least the basics of organizational leadership which is going to be better than somebody who's actively working to to siphon rhode island's money to a special interest so i think i think they they're 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 gaining steam i think and i think they've already it could rear again but I, i think they're already putting a lot of the she's not from here stuff behind them um and I, partly because I think McKee overplayed his hand on that and just became so nativist and negative and angry that uh, it's not hurting Ashley Kalis at all. But I'm not I'm not seeing anything they could be doing much, much differently. I mean, they're, they're playing the game and, and they've got a few weeks. It looks like they could finish strong. And I, there wasn't, you know, it, I'll still be surprised if they they pull it off. But, you know, there, there wasn't that much of a gap. And there's a the McKee camp is just so so terrible at what they're doing and things are going so poorly that it seems like any sane state would would elect the the alternative who at least is not incompetent yes and there's two weeks to go and i want people to understand i mean i'll give her this she's running a very viable campaign when she arrives with that campaign bus and they pull up to an event it's not just a candidate getting out and walking around they come out with an army of people and you know, they have brochures and shirts and hats and signs and they're, you know, really behind her. So she's running a very professional, as I said, viable campaign. Um, I think she, you know, he's still in the in the lead. I think with two weeks to go, I just think they, they still have to thread the needle. Like, what is the issue that, that puts it over the top? Now, I believe there's still some stuff out there that she could get and get press on uh, that they haven't tapped into. But I, I think... You know, at this point, it's it's corruption, it's cronyism in that they have the possibility. People are so frustrated with the, the direction of the country and Governor McKee standing on the stage saying President Biden is the best president we've ever, <laughs> ever had, which is just comical to everyone. I, I think the door is there. She needs to gain ground definitely in in uh, CD1 in the northern part of the state. I'll be curious to see how she does Winsocket in, in North Providence, because in 2002, Don Kachiri won North Providence in, um, in Winsocket. And I, I still remember Murth York lost those two. In Sheldon Whitehouse, I had him on after. He lost in the primary. He said, you know, I would have won those. He thought it was kind of a bellwether. If a Republican <clears throat> could have, could win in North Providence, Winsocket, that's what kind of carried um, it, it carried Don Kachiri to the win. So I think it's out there. But I, I don't think they have found the issue that's going to carry them over. Now, they, they do have some debates next week. But this week, I think it's an important week because she needs she needs to find an issue that makes sense to the media that they want to cover. They definitely want to cover this race, but it's a way that you've got to kind of feed them and give them something. There's still some things out on the table. I think they, they haven't fully thread the needle on knocking that really home on on what that's going to be so i'm curious to see how that's how that's going to play out now i also want to ask you a thought they're going to try something different tomorrow night tuesday night they're doing a a rally now it's kind of like it's it's going to be in pawtucket which i think is good because they need more of a presence in northern rhode island but to me it's almost it's like everybody for calis they're trying to tap into kind of what you initially said there there's a lot of democrats that don't aren't fully on board with the progressive moves and narrative that dominate. And I think there's a window there if she could convince some of these Democrats that, you know, you're, you're not the party of Senator Mack, the twerking senator, and Bernie Sanders and all the progressives. There could be a window. I, what do you think, Justin? There could be a window there for Democrats to vote 
uh, against because to me, Governor McKee is uh, the most progressive governor we've ever had. Yeah, and, and Biden as president too. I mean, people yes. came in saying they were moderate, but they they're so they have no they have no integrity, and so their party's far left, and that's what they're they're doing because that's where the votes are for them. You know, I think I think you you put your finger on something that's very that that's very key to the challenge that Kalis and other Republicans face is that you've got to find the story that the media will cover and cover at least objectively. So it can't be, yeah. they can't cover it. You, you get them to cover it, but they're making you seem like a villain. You know, if you think, of, remember that picture of John McCain where the news photographer put blood on his face and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's the risk you run. So you need to get coverage and it can't be completely negative, but she's got to connect with that, that, that kind of stream where both we're both identifying of people within the Democrat party, particularly the, the blue collar folks and the union people folks, they're not far left progressives. In fact, they very well may have voted for Donald Trump and may very well intend to do it again if he, if he runs again, but how do you communicate to them? I'm more on your side than these Democrats when the news media, any, any angle you find to make that connection will, will be portrayed as you're a fascist and a MAGA denier and all this stuff. I mean, that's, that's the real challenge. And it's, it's, it's not, easy i mean i think the i think you you point out a hopeful sign for kayla so if she she pulls up in a bus she's got the people coming off it's a professional campaign it's almost like you've got to be able to do that uh, just to connect with people directly uh, and if if she can do that that's i think that's the gap right if she can connect with the democrats at least a lot of the union folks to get them to say maybe the, maybe i just won't vote on this race because she's competent enough and he's he's advancing causes i don't have but it's it's i don't support but it's very very difficult because once you start to get into a lot of those cultural issues that will divide would divide the democrat party the all of the news media just lockstep come together like a like a roman wall of shields you know and and make sure that you cannot criticize progressive tierra mac you cannot point out uh you know if you're if you're pointing out pornographic books in school libraries you're the problem i mean that that's the kind of attitude that they've cultivated and so it's very hard to to connect in order to reverse on those grounds and that's i think people would would unify against the democrats in that position but it, you just have to somehow get through that and you've got to brave the uh the attacks on your integrity and your family and all that to do it and it, it, it's not it's not an easy thing to do Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, <clears throat> anchorising.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. Our... The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast, is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Segment is politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorizing.com. Justin, just two quick uh, observations. One is after the 2016 race where President Trump beat Hillary Clinton, I just still remember this article when somebody interviewed two guys. Maybe it was like just as they came out of the polling place and they said they, they voted for Trump because what it was was it was a giant blank you to the establishment and the government. And one of the guys said, you know what? And it was it felt so good <laughs> doing it. I think if Kalis could find a way to tap that way into the voter, that this is cronyism, this is corruption. You know, how much longer are you going to let the state screw you? This at least go with the outsider as a way to say is the protest vote. I'm tired of all this incompetence and the insider deals at the state house. But the other thing that, that strikes me is it was the Boston Globe story. They spoke with some people they had polled and, and there were some of the people, they were Fung McKee voters. You know, to me, that's an interesting, to me, there is someone you could reach. There is someone you could flip. And, and there is someone that they're, they're not making the argument enough just in threading the needle of how far left McKee is. That, that if someone's voting Fung McKee, they're, they're still buying this thing that he is this small town mayor that's, you know, just a small business guy and trying to help education. And you and I both know he is absolutely bought, bought and paid for. And I, I've said before, I just don't think we've seen this level of corruption in the, in the governor's office, really, 
I think you have to go back to the Dupree days of the late 80s. Yeah, well, there's there's also the the fact that, you know, you're voting nationally for Congress is a is a different kind of vote. I mean, you, you could be somebody voting McKee because, because he's going to directly give your labor union lots of work uh, and still not support all the progressive stuff. And you can express that by voting for a Republican in, in Congress. And I, th- I think that's, that's part of the challenge locally is just everybody's kind of bought off at this point in Rhode Island. And so it's, it's very difficult. You've got to get people to to at least stop voting. I still remember years and years ago being able to get a family member not didn't vote for Patrick Kennedy for Congress. That's about as far as he could go, <laughs> not voting for the Democrat because he'd just been told that's what you do. That's the good, the good person votes Democrat. So it's it's difficult to get over that hurdle. But and it's even more so when when people's bread is is buttered on that. But I think you're you're right. There is there is that margin where where Kalis and and other local candidates could start to you know. If you start to edge that that vote, that automatic vote for Democrats a little bit here and there, you you could start to to make a real difference. Especially as I mean, if you put aside the politics and look at policy, if the Democrats start seeing their leads decrease to where they're within a few points in any given election, they'll start to change the rhetoric too, just because they'll see what's going on and and they'll start to push away at least the progressive stuff, maybe not probably not the union stuff. Um, so that that would make a difference as well, just to have their vote totals going down, even if it doesn't result in Republican wins. Let's talk about CD2. It's two weeks to go. Mayor Fung, you know, they have one debate left. He did the Channel 12 debate. He's held up. I think Magaziner's run a terrible campaign. Everything with Magaziner is this is a Trump guy and he's an extremist and it's abortion and lie and lie. And they're going to take Social Security uh, I think uh, Mayor Fung, if anything, Justin, you know, he's gotten positive articles. The money continues to flow in. I, I think if you're the Fung campaign, you are two weeks out. You need to close this out. You need to finish strong. But this will be monumental if uh, if Alan Fung could pull this off and win that congressional seat. I think it will be. And, I, you know, I, I can't shake the feeling that that people are picking up on magazine or just being the the standard party line Democrat. Uh, and and it's not a very attractive position to be in. I mean, he had one quip in a debate where they were, they were talking about how some, that there's that picture of him walking with somebody who has a defund the police sign yes. and, and magaziner said, Oh, well, you walked by a bunch of magaziner signs when you came in. And if that doesn't mean you support me and he, Alan Funk said, well, they weren't here when I got here early and magaziner <laughs> made a quip about, Oh, I heard you went in the back door so you wouldn't have to see all my supporters or something like that. I mean, just petty, ridiculous yeah. stuff that make him seem like, like he is kind of like a little spoiled rich kid. Uh, but the thing that blows my mind, um, there's, there's a, Black woman representative, uh, Lisa Ranglin uh, Vassal, I think it is. And sh- she's out there tweeting about Seth Magaziner. We got to get him in there. And one of the reasons is abortion. And it's just, it seems to me like I, I'm not, I don't believe in the white privilege talk, at least to the extreme extent of the Democrats. But if there is such a thing, he's an example. The guy went to a, a school that, a, a, a high school that charges $66,000 a year for, for tuition. I mean, that's, he is white privilege writ large and that's, you'll get that white privilege and party line vote. Uh, there was an article about uh, Alan Fung not wearing a tie, I think in one of the debates and you, there's the contrast of from what we're told is so stark. I don't know how people don't see it. I mean, there's, there's Magaziner in his expensive suit. And I actually saw him walking on, in, on South Maine in Providence a, a week or two ago by himself. And he just looks like that guy, like that, uh, that rich kid walking down the street in his expensive suit. And he, he talks that way. And even when like all the union supporters are out there, he's shaking their hands. He looks so excited that he's got these, these real men supporting him. I mean, that that's him. And then on the other side, you have the minority without the tie, the casual guy who grew up here. I mean, that's that's a, such a stark image, and I you see it, it you see it nationally, where a lot of the up and coming stars of the Republican Party are women and minorities, uh, whereas the Democrats they're they've got old white Joe right they, who used to drop racial slurs as bombs and hang out with segregationists. I mean, that's and talk about not wanting uh, to integrate people. I mean, that's that's the contrast people are being asked to swallow. And it amazes me. It amazes me, kind of like we were talking earlier uh, for Ashley Kalis. It amazes me that people aren't putting these together. Uh, or maybe they are. And I hope they are. You know, and also two other things about the race. One was it was comical to meet Justin Katz on a Friday. Jim Lynch been saying, 
they're using my name in a quote in a mailer. And that's not, but well, gee, can you imagine? Talk about disingenuous. Magaziner is completely lying about Fung's position and things and mailers and ads. And there is, you know, Langevin like crying foul, like it's never happened before, where the guy that he is supporting, and this is still Mr. Insider trading with the stocks. I mean, I, I think a question that was left off the table. I'm glad Channel 12, I thought they did a good job of the debate. They brought up the Langevin stock trade. But what they, they didn't harp on is, think about this, Jim Lanchford was getting 30 31% returns that he claimed he was just doing legitimately. Now, I think the question would have been, Mr. Magazine, have you considered bringing him in and maybe working with your staff a little bit? If those were legitimate <laughs> trades, Justin, you'd have hedge funds, you'd have Wall Street firms reaching out to him. No, the reason he's getting those types of trades is because he's manipulating and using his position in Congress. That's why no legitimate investment firm is saying hey you're leaving congress why don't you come come to wall street because he won't have those types of insider connections but i also one other thing that jumped out at me was i thought ted nisi was very effective in the channel 12 debate when he said you know i read the same article that meaning to magazine that you just referenced and they were saying the changes would be for future people with social security and magaziner he couldn't defend the the, the point he he leaped off it because clearly to me you know, because he has so much money, he one of his people prepared it for him, but he didn't really know the article that he was quoting. So he didn't try to defend it. He did that twice. I thought Ted Nisi was was good in that. Um, I think there was a little bit too much with Mayor Fung and some of the things in Cranston. But I was glad they asked about the sign. It was the first time it came out. I was at that rally. By the way, Justin, no one's pointed out Dan McKee was at that abolish the police defund the police rally as well he's he's tight gotten a free pass on this i i think there's something there on crime that kalish just hasn't gone down the road because matos she supported defunding the police she was on providence city council as the atvs were ruining the city of providence mckee was has been uh governor and when we've seen drunk driving numbers like i think triple under him uh they haven't gone after him on crime and quality of life i don't know why because i think there's something there between the two of them um but then just just finally it's two weeks to go i believe they they uh fung and magazine i'm very glad justin because wall street journal had a big write-up uh mayor fung was on fox last week i i noticed that when i put out the fox stuff the, the rest of the media, they don't watch Fox. <laughs> so they're, they're surprised to learn that he's appearing on uh, on Fox News Channel. But I think, um, lastly, if you're the fun campaign, I thought they've, they've run an authentic campaign. I think they've run a disciplined campaign. I hope he can pull it off. As I said, I think this would be huge for the state if Alan Funk could break through and win this congressional seat. I think so. And for, for a lot of reasons, I mean, for one thing, it'll it'll show we can still elect Republicans. It is still possible. Yes. And that, that's a good message to get. Uh, but for another, I, I think just it makes sense when you have a likely majority of Republicans in Congress to have a representative in that party. I mean, it just right. there's no there's zero argument for Magaziner, none whatsoever. He's not talented. He has no accomplishments. He's going to be a party line Democrat vote. And that's one area where I, th I think uh, the, the Funk campaign has some room to move in that direction. I mean, they keep trying to say he'll be his first vote will be for the Republican Congress. Well, yeah, but Magaziner is going right along with the most radical elements right. of his party. I mean, yes. you tried to do that oh, as a general treasurer. I pay the law enforcement salaries. No, you don't. You just process the payments. That doesn't mean anything. Right. You're obligated to do that by law. You are hanging out with those people. You people, you folks are radical. You won't, dis they won't disclaim the craziness in their own party. That's who would be in there. So I think it's okay. it, good for, for Rhode Islanders to send at least that message. It's only, it's only a congressional seat. So it's, it's only not going to do but so much for our state, but you know, it's at least that much of a message to the Democrats. Like you need to back off this craziness and start finding some real candidates. I'm not sure they can do it because I don't think the, the Democrat party is is able to to do that at this point i think they're just too far gone and owned by the progressives and, and the labor unions which are progressive activist groups but uh i think it'd be a good message for fung to win folks he is the managing editor anchorising.com our segment is uh, politics this week is justin cast just an excellent job as always two weeks to go and we'll talk to you again thanks john
It's getting cold already this winter. Keep your family, your employees warm with Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500. Matthews Oil Company, 24-hour emergency service. For over four generations, they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe. Trusted oil delivery. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. You can find them online, matthewsoil.com. Matthews Oil, Premier Dealer, Rhode Island, delivering the highest quality heating fuels. At Matthews Oil, they take pride providing reliable, affordable service for you and your family. Celebrating 90 years of service. Call them now. It's going to be a cold winter. Get that tank filled. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. In an emergency, they offer 24-hour emergency service. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Remember, weekdays. 11 to 2 but visit the website depetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website depetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at depetro.com. And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website depetro.com. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also look for her on Facebook, but call her 401 305 3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skin care. It's my health. Poppin' and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets. There's things for your children. There's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401 305 3585 diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn.